When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster Rothkowitz Basham, MD. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Co host Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Officer Dave. And we're all here, and Kristen Burt will join us. You want to talk Hollywood? Huh? We should find out her favorite movies. We're going to find out next Let with me Kristen Burt. Dancey. What? Da- oh, Dancey <laughs> movies? Dancey yeah, Dancey movie. movies, probably. <laughs> Footloose. That's God. <laughs> we'll That's be right back movie. with Kristen Burt. <laughs> Tommy, it's quiz time. Ooh, I love quiz time. Let me guess. Breck called and they want their diploma back. Easy. I earned that fair and square. In fact, it's right... Ah, well, look what you made me do. Sorry. So what's the question? So you've heard about the new car inventory shortages, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it about a million times. Guess how many 2021 Rogues we have in stock at Burnsville Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan? Mm, seven. Close. The actual number is 209. A lot of Nissan dealers are really low, but we're in good shape for the next month or so. So there's no reason to hurry? That's not great messaging. How about don't dawdle? There's a word you don't hear often there, Monty Burns. Yeah, funny. Anyway, the all-new 2021 Rogue is a great vehicle, and we're lucky enough to have a bunch. We've got great leases, and they all come with Walzer Care, which is a 10-year warranty for free. But wait, there's more. Read this. Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan want your trade and will give you an extra $1,000. That's pretty cool. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or WalzerNissan.com for details. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom Bernard here with John Schwartz, co-owner with brother Joe of AAA Movers, local and family-owned since 1964. John, can you break down your triple guarantee for our friends that are listening? I was afraid you were going to ask me that, Tom, but here goes just the same. There's our price guarantee. We don't play games with our price quotes like the other guys. There's our safety guarantee. Your health and safety of your items is our number one concern. And our satisfaction guarantee. 
Bottom line, we're not satisfied with your move until you are. Is there a free thing guarantee? Of course. Mention Tom Bernard or KQ, and you'll get a free moving box kit with every move. And you'll save 50 bucks off junk removal with junk luggers. Ladies and gentlemen, your move is always triple guaranteed with triple A movers. That's our price guarantee, safety guarantee, and satisfaction guarantee. Call 612-588-MOVE or online at aaamovers.com. Triple A movers, you may not move every day, but they do. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, as we move on to our two in Christenberg, let me just say thank you to Joe from Saint Louis, for Joe from Louisville, because he sent me a question. Tom, are you going to the zoo on Saturday to visit family? Okay, Joe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Kristen thinks that's hilarious. I see. Okay. Now, Kristen Bird joins us. Kristen, we just went around the table. And I asked people their favorite movies so far. We've got movies like Ned Divine, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Ned Divine a second time, Andy skipped. And then Officer Dave and I agreed on uh, Godfather 1, Godfather 2. Uh, what are the other ones we like? Tombstone. Tombstone, phenomenal movie. Any movie where outlaws are shooting each other. <laughs> yeah, any movie where outlaws yeah. kill each other. We're good to go. A cop and a disc jockey. <laughs> there you go. So, Kristen, do you have a couple of your favorite movies of all time? Because Catherine did guess what your favorite movie would be, but we can't tell oh, you. I, I want to know what it is. No, we'll tell you after you say. T- otherwise, you'll okay. cheat. Uh, my favorite movie is Funny Girl. Ooh, you With Barbara uh, Musical. Musical. Yeah. You were right. It was a musical. Because every- no, I thought it was going to be more dancey. Oh, what? Do you, what did you get? Something like La La Land or? Well, that's what I would have guessed. Yes, it, yeah. had I had I, I I just got the genre. I was just doing a genre, not mm-hmm. the movie. I thought it was Footloose. Which well, no. wasn't serious. I was kind of thinking. She wasn't serious. So your favorite movie of all time is what? Is Funny Girl? It's Funny Girl with Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. So you don't like acting? What about you? It doesn't matter whether that's it's fine if it's Barbara on screen. I, that movie to me is just perfect and fun, and I love it. I uh, love Doctor Zhivago. Like I love like old, you know, sixties movies. There's just something about that era that was fantastic. Yeah. I thought for sure you're going to cave in all the way and go. Well, you know, I really like Yentl. Um, I'm <laughs> yeah, sure you right. did. Yentl. No, I don't enjoy Lentil. Lentil. I just called it Lentil. Yentl. Yeah, Lentil. Um, yeah, there you go. Lentil. I just called it Lentil. Uh, you know. Um, there's certain movies I've seen again that I, I never really think to add to my list, but a couple years ago I went back and watched Tootsie on the big screen, sure. and it's fabulous. It holds up really well in terms of like sexism and what Dustin Hoffman went through. It's yeah. really funny. I love being able to revisit movies and you think it's still funny, you know, 20, 30, 40 years later. Those, that's when you know it's a great film. You know, you just reminded me, bringing up Dustin Hoffman, that that uh, Midnight Cowboy was a phenomenal movie. He was terrific yes. in that movie. God, he was good. Hell of an actor. Good actor. His, his, good his, actor. His daughter, I believe, is married to a guy from Minneapolis. So you see him walking around downtown Minneapolis. Well, not in the last year and a half you haven't, but <laughs> you would see him uh, at restaurants and stuff. He comes to town to visit his daughter, I believe. Nice. He's a really nice. Um, have you interviewed him? Because he's really. No, I, I've had good interviews with him in the past. I stood next to him once, and standing next to Dustin Hoffman, I look like I'm about eight foot seven. 
I was going to say, you must feel like a giant. Well, not like Officer Dave, who's 6'4 and weighs 315 and doesn't have a big stomach. So there you go. He, Dustin would look a little tiny next to Officer Dave, don't you think? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Dustin's probably, what, about 5'6", five, 5'7", five, I'm going to yeah, guess? maybe. short, because I'm only 5'3", and he's only a little bit taller than me, and I usually wear heels, so... Okay, there's a big argument online going on right now, so I'm going to ask you, and I'm glad you pointed out you're 5'3", because there's a big argument on online right now. Is Joe Rogan 5'3", or 5'5"? Five, five? <laughs> he says he's 5'7". Yeah. Really, who does care? No, no, it's just that, you know. He's short. I'm going to say he's just a little bit taller than me, honestly. I'd say 5'5", five, five is probably 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, might yeah. be more realistic. I thought he was like 5'4". He's four, not five, my five. height. He's taller than me. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, yeah, apparently somebody went on online and went after him for only being five foot three, and he got all pissed off and said, "I'm not. I'm five seven. And everybody said, "No, you're not. You're five four or five five at the moment." There's this big argument now about how tall Joe Rogan is. You know, there's it's a very funny easy because... way to prove what your height you are. You just stand yourself. next to a measuring tape. <laughs> right? Although if you lower and it every to the ground, short guy in Hollywood claims that they're five seven, but I feel like that's their threshold of like oh, five six is short, but five seven you're okay. It's not, oh, yes. I thought they claimed they were all over six feet tall. Well, well they yeah. do that. Well, yeah. yeah. Does, does, doesn't Trump say he's like six four? Or six something? four. Yeah. I got a picture he's standing not. next to him, and we're the exact same height, and I yeah. am not six four. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Are you six feet, Tom? Yes, I'm six, a little over six feet. He tall. was six. Feet. Isn't his son super tall though? His son is extremely one, tall. Yeah, one of like his sons. Baron is yeah. very tall. He's like he's weirdly tall. tall. Yeah, he is, and he's only like 13 years old, isn't he? He's probably 14 or 15 now. 14 or 15 now. It's probably a good thing that he's a big kid because it's going to be a tough life for him. It's going to be a very hard life. Mm -hmm. He's 15 now. Well, Melania, I'm sure he's getting maybe from Melania's side of him. Like, she's tall. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, that's very, very true. Absolutely. His height isn't official, but he is at least 6'6". Who? Oh, is that Baron? Baron? Yeah, Baron's 6'6", 6'7". Well, if you you see pictures of him, like recent pictures next to Trump, he's almost a whole head taller. 6'6". Wow. I have a question for you, though. I know it's a title and all the rest of it, but if you grew up in my neighborhood and your name was Baron, it'd have to be like Baron Waste, not Baron Von (laughs) Rasky. Okay. Uh, Baron is not a good name in the ghetto, I will tell you that. In the ghetto. In the ghetto, as the snow flies. In any case, so what lame movie did you come up with? It was Funny Girl? <laughs> Funny Girl is a great movie. Uh, Don't even come at me with that. And, uh, <laughs> and I just realized okay, that I won't. I'm Funny sorry. Girl, the two lead actors, one was Jewish and one was Muslim. That's right. Mm. Has oh, that ever happened? I'm very progressive in that era. Togetherness. Has that ever happened? Togetherness. Omar Sharif, is that yep. who it was? Omar Sharif was awesome. Well, I actually awesome. love Omar Sharif on the screen. I don't think he was a great person in real life, but... Uh, oh, really? What was wrong with him in real yeah, life? Yeah, I think he had a couple domestic violence issues behind, with his wife. Typical. That's all Let's see here. I thought Gavin was going to I believe he wound up passing away from Alzheimer's, too. He what? I think he had Alzheimer's when he passed away. Oh, did he really? That's too bad. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yes, he did. It's really sorry to hear about Ned Beatty dying. I always like Ned Beatty. Oh, I know. Great guy. He was such a great character actor. And um, yesterday I did a segment on him, and it was just really interesting. You sometimes forget because he was in so many incredible different productions from TV and film. And I'm like, oh, oh that's yeah. right. You know, he did Homicide Life on the Street for three seasons. You know, you just forget because you think Deliverance and you think Network. Right. You think all the President's Men. 
No doubt Toy Story about 3. it. Did you ever work with Dick Irvesty at all from Minnesota? I did not. Yeah, Dick just died yesterday, unfortunately. Only 66 Aww. years old. Great voiceover guy. Wonderful. I, I've known Dick, oh God, for 40 years. We were both in our uh, 20s when I met him. But very, very talented guy. Died too young, 66 years old. Way, way, way too young, unfortunately. Sorry to hear that. Indeed. So um, we were talking to Aaron Sagers on, on the first hour about some new movies coming out. A lot of superhero stuff keeps coming, Kristen. Yeah. What's that all about? <clears throat> Well, it's backlogged, that's the thing. Oh, so a okay. lot of this should have come out within the last 15 months, and we are going to be inundated with superhero movies and TV shows probably for the next three years because Disney held everything back. So right, right. So when it comes to Marvel and everything else, uh, for someone like me, that's not great news. That doesn't make me want to go to the movie theater. Um, but I think generally in America people do enjoy going to Marvel films. I'm just one of the few that I'm tired of the genre. Well, to be honest with you, I've never cared for superhero movies. Uh, even the Superman movie with Marlon Brando is like, this movie's lame. Man. Christopher Reeves. Oh, he's got a Superman, Superman t-shirt on. <laughs> there you go. He's got a Superman t-shirt on. But, yeah, I just don't like superhero. I don't, why, do, why is it that you and I don't like them and most people do? What's the problem here? Either we have great taste or poor taste. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it depends on who you're talking to. But, you know, I enjoy, you know what it is? I really enjoy um, cerebral takes at the superhero. So I think it's why I do enjoy Iron Man, because I like Robert Downey Jr. I find him a cerebral actor. Yeah, he's Same a good with, actor. Um, yep. Benedict Cumberbatch, yep. when he does Doctor Strange. I enjoy that, because I think that they're witty and funny and weird and quirky. That appeals to me. But the general, right. like, 35 minutes of an action scene trying to beat the bad guy drives me bananas because I'm like, I, we could have been out of here an hour ago. Well, I mean, the problem I have, Kristen, with the whole thing with superhero movies is, you know, I, I, I've had one superhero in my life, you know, my wife, Catherine, and they just don't stack up on the screen. You know what I mean? Oh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can feel her eyes rolling from California. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Nauseated right now. A bit nauseated. That's the whole deal. Well, you know, uh, <laughs> trying to be honest. Trying to here, grease you know. the wheels, Tom. <laughs> trying to grease the wheels a little bit. See how life. Well, honestly, I want to know what Tom did um, bad that he has to tell Catherine about later. That's why he's buttering her up on there the air. There we go. I don't know what you're talking about. Or what sister. horrible movie he wants to watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the stuff so, well, Catherine, part did you two. Did make him go watch it in the Heights yet? No. Oh, there's no way I'm watching a musical. I cannot stand musicals. I, I hate them. He's never seen The Sound of Music. Oh, the hills are uh, That's a really long musical, though. That it is really long. long. <laughs> oh, you can do it in two parts at home. But it's like an iconic... Yeah. Everybody at some point in their life needs to watch The Sound of Music. Why? Yeah, it's like that and Wizard of Oz. Those are the two classics that were always on TV, Wait. too, that you would watch. Didn't we watch oh, The Sound of Music on the lawn at in front Trinity of the church, Church? Yeah, yeah. Trinity Church. Yeah. yeah. So you I, did I, see I, didn't see, finally, I didn't see the whole thing, though. You no. finally watched some of I saw it like a half hour and went up. And then there's so me. Good. I was given West Side Story for a Christmas present as a kid, and I cried. Because I love Wait, musicals. I don't know. You'll get it again in December. That's right. Steven December's Spielberg coming out version. again. Uh, yeah. We watched The Fair. Woman in the Window, or what's it called? Woman in the... Rear Window. No, Woman in the Window. Woman, Woman in, in the, the Window. window. The book with Amy that, Adams. Yeah. Are the I hills really alive with the sound of music? That's what I want to know. Oh, my God. Hmm? 
are the hills really alive with the sound of music? I want to know if it's, is it true. When you're echoing your lovely song yeah. Yeah. across when the Alps. That's yes. why people yodel. You know, when, when, when you're headed to Switzerland, yeah. I suppose. I suppose it's true. Nazis. When you're in Austria. Is that where it was, Austria? <laughs> yeah, that was, it was <laughs> Austria. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good note you hit there. That's my version that nobody goes to see of Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's ever seen it. The Cacophony of Noise, <laughs> starring Kristen Burt. Kristen Burt. My poor husband, when he has to listen to me sing, it's like, oh, man. Okay, <laughs> now I want to spin the table again, and, and we'll finish with, with you, Kristen. We'll start with Ralph. What is your least favorite movie of all time? Least favorite. Oh, least just, favorite. just one, just Angry one, just, just, just give me a minute. Just give me a minute. <laughs> give me a minute. Just give me a second. Mm, now, it, 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 it's a, it's sort of, I'm sorry, a tie. It's a, be tie. a tie. Coming out of the envelope is Sophie's Choice, Francis. Worst movies, horrible, depressing. You hate all those depressing movies. Oh, man. Uh-oh. What uh, is Kristen just hit a read out or something? Seven times in a row. Kristen. My favorite movie is the. That is not me. What is happening? What was that? It wasn't us. Uh oh. That was weird. Our phone isn't registering any inputs. Somebody's listening in. You know what? It was Meryl Streep. She's pissed at Ralph. Yeah. That's right. I know. I was like, what happened? And I'm like, I can't on an iPhone. I can't do that. So I was like, what is happening? That was weird. I think we need a new phone. Every so often I have to unplug it and plug it back in or else the buttons don't work. So. Okay, well, do you want to go buy one today or something? I. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow. Maybe. Maybe tomorrow. Okay, we'll figure I mean, it most, out. This is the first time that's happened. Yeah. I don't know what the hell yeah, that I don't know was. what the hell that was. I've never heard that happen. Okay, I've so been Sophie's, here a long time. Well, who, now, what was Francis? <laughs> Francis was Jessica Lange in a story about an actress, Francis, that was... Oh, that, uh, oh. Francis Farmer? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, committed uh, unjustly. And was then, the 80s? Oh, yeah. oh it, 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 that was, I don't know, it was the first, you know, Lindsay wanted me to go see, the, she wanted to pick out the movies. <laughs> 82, And, and the yeah. first one was like Francis, the second was Sophie's Choice, oh, the third one was yeah. Out of Africa, and I said, at that point, I said, maybe I pick a movie. Those, I, I was, I was, dep- yeah, of course, you know, I've been in love with her, I do, you know, I would go to any movie with her, but at that point, I said, you know, love's worth some things, but not any more of these movies. I okay. Done. Could I, I put a fork in it. This is a true story, Kristen. I went to see Out of Africa, and I got up and left right after the first scene, and here's why. Because before the movie started, they put up a notice on the screen, no animals were hurt in the shooting of the opening scene of this movie. They open the movie, and all these elephants go through, and about 2,000 black people get murdered, but none of the elephants got hurt. So humans got killed. Yeah, no but one no cares animal. if humans it's get hilarious. hurt. Well, we know they're not really killing people. Well, they're not going to real kill a a- elephants either. Yeah. They have to, because there's, uh, with the Humane Society, yeah, they have law. to. Oh, God. Yeah, it's a law. So, so it's okay to kill Africans, but not elephants. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Well, I guess the idea is that if you are a human on a movie set, then you kind of know what's coming. But if you bring an animal onto a movie set, they don't really know what's going on, so they have to be treated uh, special. Whatever. Big babies. You know. <laughs> okay, Alex, least favorite movie of all time? Rubber. <laughs> oh, that was the one? I think a lot of people would agree. Kathy, you going rubber? Andy, you going rubber? No, too? I'm doing Angry Red Planet. Angry Red Planet. Oh, that's another one of the movies okay, that Chris, I recommended. Never mind. Kristen uh, wasn't on when we talked about rubber before. My dad once made us yeah. watch a movie about a telekinetic tire. 
Oh, no. And liked it. And he liked it. And liked it. He talked about it for a week. There was a sentient tire that could roll on its own accord, and it had telekinetic powers. Why wouldn't I like that? So it would, like, start vibrating, and then stuff would blow up. Yep. Well, the fact that it even got made it's is shocking. embarrassing. It's what, shocking. Why are you striking out your father? I know. He's <laughs> striking out at me again. And it's unbelievable. And Catherine, same thing. Non-stop. Oh, yeah. I'm very uncomfortable right now. What do you got, Catherine? What? Don't say rubber either. Angry Red Planet. She's I saying. said Angry Red Planet. Oh, that's right. You said Angry Red Planet. Another shot up my oh, right see? gut. Also, Boom. Toy Story 4. Toy Story that 4. Sucked, dude. Did it suck? I, nothing makes me more angry than Toy Story 4. What is it? Which one is that? The no, last one. The newest one. And the final one. And the way that they that ended sucked? it pisses me off more than anything. Is Don Rickles in it? Oh my gosh, no, it makes me no. so Damn mad. They had archival, like, archival audio of him in it. So mad. The movie wasn't bad itself, but like... The way that they ended such a major thing to my childhood with... Ugh, I forget so how they... Oh, they so went to like a kindergarten or something? No. That's that three. That was three. That was three. Which was a wonderful movie. Hmm. Yes. And I cried multiple what was times. The I mean, it's old enough. People yeah, can hear. Spoiler. Did, did they, so, Woody and Bo Peep... Bo Peep used to live with all the Toy Story mm-hmm. things yeah. at Andy's house. And then Bo Peep got left because... The girl didn't play with her anymore, yeah. and she, became and she spec ops. ended up just being like a toy in the wild yeah. kind of thing. And then Woody sees her again, mm-hmm. and then in the end of the movie, he stays with Bo Peep and is like a wild oh, toy, right. and the rest of them leave. So he leaves all of his yeah. friends that have stuck with him through everything <laughs> for some chick he hasn't seen mm-hmm. in years. Oh, oh, so, love, love oh so, you no. so you don't like the love story? Yeah. No, I. I hate it so much. Okay, Andy, what do you got? Uh, least favorite movie? God, I don't know. There's too many of them. There's a lot of bad movies out there. there are so I can tell you Melissa's all the 70s. is movie? The Disaster Artist. Yeah, well, the original one, The Room, wasn't a whole lot better either. What's okay. The Disaster Artist? What's the movie about the making of The Room? Yes. The Room, oh. like... You're tearing me apart, Lisa. <laughs> Everyone oh, betray Mark. me. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, Winslow, or what, what's his name? Paul Wiseau, oh, yes. Wizzo. Wizzo, yeah. Wizzo. Anthony, I don't was know. It Anthony Wizzo or Andrew Wizzo. never or seen Andy the Wizzo room or, either. So. Oh, my God, it's horrendously bad. No, I didn't. I did not do it. I didn't hit her. I didn't hit her. When was the oh. room made? Uh, quite a while ago, yeah, about 15 years ago. Yeah, it's terrible. What's that one with What's-Her-Face and she got trapped with her... Kid, she was taken, and they were in a pit taken? for a while. In a pit. Silence of the Lambs. No, when she Silence won. Silence of no, the when Lambs. No, when she won a Grammy for it, and now Grammy. she's cap- and now she's captain, not Grammy. I was gonna say Oscar for she it. She went into a pit and, and now sang she's captain. Songs. Now she's Captain Marvel. <laughs> Brie girl. Larson. Yeah. She was in a pit movie. About a true story. <laughs> Where she was. Wait, wait, wait. Brie Larson? Are you thinking of Brie Larson? Yes. Yeah. Is Brie Larson Captain Marvel? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. What is that movie? Oh, the one. Oh, oh, the little kid that was in the yeah. well? Was it how? Wait. Um, oh, my God. It's just called The Well, isn't it? I will no. find out. Andy's finding out. When would this have been? Uh, a long time room. ago. It was called Room. Room. Okay, oh, that's what just room. I'm like. Okay. I'm, oh, Room. I, anytime room. someone I says, ago. I knew it was a one-word. Um, yeah, I was like, oh, anytime someone says Jody, the Room, I think Jody of Room. Was Jodie Foster in there? Was Jodie Foster no. in that? I don't know. 
No. Okay. But anytime someone mentions the room, I think of panic room. Think ah, of, oh, panic yeah, you're thinking panic room. See all these room, room movies. Yeah, it's really. hard to keep them straight. Well, panic room came know. first. Trauma. So they're all right. They're all panic. Yeah, they're redo all the tire and do it, call it Roomba. Oh. I can have room <laughs> and ba. And it runs and on its side. Clean. Runs on its side. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a vacuum cleaner and that kills people. A vacuum cleaner that kills yeah. people. Sucks the life sucks. right out of them. Yeah, I don't want to see it now. One of our listeners has a vote. The English Patient. Worst horrible movie? movie. Horrible Never movie. Seen it. Oh, and it God, won it Best Picture. That's the most embarrassing it part. It won Best Picture, and it was horrible. Wasn't it just it. like one of the most boring movies? It's Ray Fiennes, isn't it? I haven't seen so many. I think it was Ray Fiennes. Yeah. 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 And it was uh, Kristen Scott Thomas. Oh, God, that movie was Kristen terrible. Kristen Thomas Scott, whatever her name is. The three-name name. Officer Dave, what do you got? Red Dragon. Red Dragon. That was the, what, the third of the... That, yeah, I think so. That was the one where... Um, no, Edward, Norton Edward Norton. Edward right. Norton goes and tries to find Ray Fiennes. Yeah, Han- and he goes to Hannibal to find the killer. Oh, God, yeah. I've terrible. never seen that one. Yeah, it's really I was bad. Like, okay. I'm never having to watch this one again. Oh, <laughs> you got yeah, I've seen one. the other okay. two, but I've never yeah. seen that one. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt's least favorite movie of all time. Where do we begin? Yeah. Um, I will just say Where that do we begin? I, I went back to the movies for the first time yesterday, and I did see In the Heights. But I want to say that the yeah. last movie I saw before the shutdown was Cats. And so oh. I had oh. 15 months of seeding that that was the last movie I went yeah. to the movie theater. Just, yeah. So that was one. Um, I'm going to say something really controversial, but I am just not a Forrest Gump fan. I hope no I'm one throws either. tomatoes I'm at me. not either. Oh, okay, good. Never I was a it. big fan of Pulp Fiction that year. They were up against each other for the Oscar, and I was just in the Pulp Fiction corner. Um, so I've never gotten over that in 1994. Are you carrying a grudge there, Kristen? <laughs> I know, and then when you it. said the English patient, this reminded me of something else that won an Oscar oh, that I thought was God. horrible, and it was basically a Lifetime movie of the week, and that is the movie Crash. Crash. Oh yeah, Crash sucked too. You're right. That was terrible. Yeah, I just watched. I, it was, uh, oh, was that the one with all the time hops? I think so. Yeah, yeah back in the yeah, and, yeah. Uh, racism. And it was an ensemble film, yeah. and, and it was a year of um, Brokeback Mountain, which is a fantastic movie, and that lost. Never thought it was going to win, and then Crash won, and people were like, "What?" <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. I just watched a movie within the last like four months that I was like, that's one of the worst movies I've ever seen, and I can't remember what it was. It's like it was wiped bad. from the record. But I remember being like, that was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <sighs> that bad. Huh? It'll come to me. Maybe. Well, there you go. See all these, all these horrendous movies. That <laughs> I'm we just don't realizing how anymore. many movies I've never seen. Like <laughs> oh, big God. movies that you know, like Sophie's Choice and I'm The English Patient. And yeah, every day it's like you've ever seen that movie. It's like I've never seen any movie. I don't know. I, I have guess. never seen any of them. Yeah, you don't really watch a lot of movies. Well, I actually unless did Dad watch, makes you watch super obscure. I watched yeah, so, yeah, The Sound yeah, of Music yeah, for yeah, the first yeah. time like last year. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Any time I had Want a friend. Me to sing it again. I had a friend. Yeah, please do. I had a friend named Maria and we went to high school together. And anytime I saw her anywhere near me. I You'd would show, Maria. how do you solve a problem like Maria? Maria? And no one knew what I was talking about because I was in high school and everyone is like, you're weird. <laughs> Who's seen The Sound of Music? And I was like, I have 17 it's times. It's all true. So there you have, oh God, we got to take a break here. My goodness, we got another, uh, another set coming up with Kristen Burt right after this.
Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the Shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, it's Tom again from my friends at Profile. Let's face it, when it comes to losing weight, most of us don't care how we get there. But once we reach our goal, we end up right where we started and gain it all back. That's what I love about Profile. Profile's in it for the long haul. Profile knows that losing weight isn't always a straight line. There are lots of ups and downs. I'm so thankful my Profile coach, Danette, is there to really keep me on track when I need it most. I cannot say enough about Profile. I tell Kelly at Profile that it's changed my life, and it can change yours, too. There's no question about that. Profile has six metro locations as well as Mankato, St. Cloud, and Rochester. Don't wait. I am telling you, I absolutely believe in Profile. That is a fact. Call today or visit ProfilePlan.com for a location near you. Visit ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. Oh, and mention promo code KQRS for a special discount. ProfilePlan.com. That's ProfilePlan.com. I've never seen you looking so bad, my funky one. We are back with Kristen Bird, ladies and gentlemen. And in case anybody was wondering, it is indeed Kristen Bird who was the one that came out and said that the brown people in In the Heights are not brown enough. I remember I saw that, and... She's not even fighting back. I can't, the do, the cr- I can't do yeah, the crickets. You know what? Well, it's, what her thoughts are. I mean, I think, listen, it, this, there's this weird backlash happening with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Really and uh, it, it is, and it's, it's, you know, well, here's what happens. You know, people get so excited when someone new comes on the scene and is exciting and doing something different, and then they build you up, and then they make you A-list. Oh, yeah. And then they decide to tear you down, and that's exactly yeah. kind of what is happening here. Yeah. Um, if you go to Washington Heights, it's, I mean, it's been gentrified quite a bit, but if we're talking about the people who have lived in the neighborhood for decades and decades and decades, uh, it is the Latino community and a lot of the Afro-Latino community, which, and they're talking about colorism here, a lot of the, the darker Latin community right. feels like they were left out of the movie. Oh. And, and there's, you know, I, I've got to say that right now, Lynn has a ton of power on Broadway, and 
the changes that he can make there yeah. can be very impactful. He doesn't have a huge voice in Hollywood. He had to fight for years to get this movie made. And there are studio executives that are like, this person can't be cast. This, you know what I mean? They have a, they have a hand yeah, in casting. Sure, sure. And unfortunately, Hollywood has a tendency to cast lighter-skinned actors, whether they are black, whether they are Latin. That is unfortunately um, something that the industry really has to figure out a way to have better representation when it comes to that. So the Afro-Latinos are pointing it out to Lynn. Lynn's like, of course I'm listening, but at the same time, we have an entire system of studio executives behind the scenes that you got to go, that's who you really need to be talking to. God, what was that guy's name? Bill Duke? He was like the biggest, blackest man in the world, and he was in every movie for a while. And I remember Philip Wise and I went to the movie. Yeah, I think it was Bill Duke. Was it Bill Duke? Uh, Bill Duke was an actor, and he was black. Yeah, that's the guy. Very big, very big guy. He's a commando predator. Yep, that's the guy. Oh, the bald-headed guy? Yep. Oh, yeah, that guy. He was a tough guy. He was a tough guy. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I don't know. It just amazes me that we're not now... We're not going to argue skin color anymore. Now we're going to argue tone. Now the tone's got to be right, too. Well, yeah. I'm looking at the cast uh, of 136. Yes. That's a lot of people. Practically everyone is Hispanic by their last names. Yes, they are. But they're not dark enough. Mm-hmm. They're not dark enough. Okay. I don't, it's whatever you say. Well, I, I just think it's like, you know, I think that here's what happens. Because we've made plenty, let's take the original West Side Story. We make it with a lot of, of Caucasian actors. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the Jets. I'm talking about the Sharks, you sure. know, darkening up their skin. So you go and you try and do better. and But then everyone just has this focus of like, oh, we need Latino actors. And that's all they think about. And then not necessarily thinking, wait a second, what does the Latin community look like? And what does maybe Washington Heights look like? Or what did it look like 20 years ago before it became gentrified? Um, that, I think that's what people are doing. It's just, it comes down to a lot of, like, if, if the studios really want to make a difference, it comes down to pre-production and really understanding what that means so that when you do get to the casting process, mm-hmm. you have a better understanding of what you're looking at. Because I will say that when I was looking at the dancers, because... You know, that's something that I that I look at in a musical. Sure. They were all different body types, which was fantastic. It wasn't all just, like, the 100-pound dancers. And that's something we don't often see in in dance and musicals or on TV and films. So, you know, there's just so many, there's so many things to, to try and conquer. So um, the only thing is you have to be aware of it, and then you move forward and you do better. Okay, so let me just make my point then, and I'm going to start. I'm going to scream it from the mountaintops. Uh... Even though you've watched many, many, many American TV commercials, not all white men are morons. Every TV commercial now, the white guy's an idiot. What is that all about? What's that? Tom, you guys had a good one for decades. (laughs) It's your time to be shamed. Time to be shamed by being the idiots in every commercial. Well, that kind of is the attitude, though. Oh, there's no question. We have to hate someone. It's your turn. Yeah, it's your turn to hate. That was was the comedy uh, sitcom formula for years oh, that God, the dad yeah. was always the yep, bumbling the idiot the, the homer simpson yeah. guy mm-hmm. and everybody else you know had to deal with it yep. mm-hmm. except for the genius of archie bunker I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, <he> was... <laughs> all in the family i think everyone was a moron I, yeah. again i don't give a rat's ass what you do with guys women skin color what as long as you're entertaining good for you i'm happy for you well, right? that's why movies aren't entertaining anymore well and to tell you the True. truth Kristen, i mean Really, the dance community, since everything's a community now, um, 
that's you're right about the whole 100 pound dancer thing that was a big part of a was, lot of yeah. anorexia problems and yep. all kinds mm -hmm. of things going on so instead of celebrating something that they did do we have to rip them down for what they're no, not nothing doing. Nothing is ever good enough, ever. Couldn't agree. No, it's never well, good enough. Well, and unfortunately, if you saw the, Bu the BuzzFeed did an article yesterday of how Gen Z thinks that Lin-Manuel is corny and not cool. Oh, really? And he's, just, he's getting, I mean, and, and also when Broadway kind of had its Black Lives Matter reckoning, a lot of the black actors who worked with um, the crew and everyone on Hamilton talked a lot about... Um, not having equitable treatment behind the scenes. So, and because he's become such a public face of just everything, and yes, he did write these, but, you know, and he's the leader of, of all these shows and everything, he's, he's getting all of the heat for things like this. And uh, that's what happens. You know, you become the face of everything, and everything's your responsibility. And now we've built you up to be, like, the coolest guy in Broadway, but now we're going to knock you down. So, yeah. I just, it's tough. Do you think people will ever be happy again, though? There's always going to be a problem, though, isn't there? It's never going to be enough. Yeah, and it's you know it's so interesting. I was uh, I did I covered the red carpet for the daytime Emmys. We pre-taped it. Honestly, it's not happening for another two weeks. But um, I was talking with a lot of other entertainment reporters. The first time I had seen everyone in 15 months. You know, everyone's all getting together and talking, and it, we were just really talking about that cancel culture is like the worst thing to happen to right. everybody. And I think people think that, oh, the liberals love cancel culture or, or oh, the, you know, the conservatives love cancel culture. I think everyone on all sides of the spectrum hates it. But we do need to talk about accountability culture. Like, what do we need to make better? If you made a mistake, are you holding yourself responsible and just learning the lesson and moving forward? Or are we just going to cancel everyone and make sure everyone's fired and nobody has a job and nobody's working? I mean, that's not helpful. No, you're right. See, I got lucky. I went through cancel culture like 25 years ago, so I was the first one to go through it, so it didn't last. Thank God. <laughs> and here you thing. are, all these decades later. All these decades later. <laughs> you already tried going after me. Get out. That's the thing that people in management positions need to realize is that it doesn't last. The outrage no. lasts like a week, right? and then it's right. over. If you just ignore it, it'll go away. It's a tempest but in a teapot. They it all is. think yep. that Twitter is the universe, and everything on Twitter is eternal and forever. So if Twitter gets mad, we have to immediately oh snap God. in half so that they can be happy and then they'll leave us alone. But no, they'll never be happy, they'll never leave you alone, just ignore them and they'll go away. You just don't go on Twitter. And, and I do think, like, a lot of times we see young stars tweeting something out when they were 14, 15, and they've evolved and they're in their, you know, maybe mid-20s now and have formed different opinions, maybe healthier opinions, and we have to allow people to grow. And if we know that someone is a good person at 25 that maybe you know at 14 didn't have that understanding and perspective well, no one's a good person you, at 14 that's right, true right. exactly i mean i was a brat like you yeah you have to allow for growth and also i mean people do grow in their 30s and 40s like people learn lessons i mean I, my opinions of what even i held at 25 are much different you know today in 2021 so we should i'm still learning so we shouldn't hold politicians to the same standard if they were in blackface 20 years ago. I mean, you have, you have to give everybody well, credit to evolve. Yeah. We have go. to, we do, and, but we have to take a look. At, if it's a politician, remember, let's take a look at their voting record. What does their voting record you say? You got it what right What do their there. actions yep. in public say? So if, if they're, let's say they had some sort of homophobic moment back in 1992, is their voting, voting record now speaking for 
LGBT, you know, to uh, so many letters, <laughs> LGBTQ plus, you know, are they doing that? Are they, are they, you know, recognizing that the trans community should have rights? If they're doing that, then, then we're seeing growth. If they're not, if they're voting against it constantly, then I go, okay, there's not been a lot of growth there. See, I've never understood why you want to take anybody's rights away from it. What? Why do I care what you do with your stuff? I don't care. Well, it's not just about your stuff. It's about, like, can you play in sports? Can you get married? Yeah, can you have complex. somebody visit oh, you yeah. in the emergency room? But that's what like, I'm saying. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't care. What people are not looking at, too, is that the trans community already has a tough life. It is tough for them yeah, because they've been battling that. within themselves. And now we're going to make it all, people are going to go and make it harder for them over what bathroom that they can use. Give me a break. No, you're right. I understand that. I'm and not worried about a transgender woman coming into the women's room. I'm much more no. worried about a guy following me into the women's room. But see, that was the point I was trying to make is I don't care to the point, I don't care who you marry, I don't care what you do. What I, I've never cared about things like that. But again, I grew up in a very you know, mixed neighborhood, so I grew up around a lot of different people. Um, and that's just a fact. So that it doesn't affect yeah. me the way it affects a lot of people, I guess. It doesn't affect I, them. It bothers them. Well, I'm just talking about... Yeah, but it's again, I always say it's fear. It's what you don't know. And I, I always say, and I've talked about this before, you know, my my uncles were together. In fact, my uncle passed away last week. Um, right. so they were yep. together 54 years. God. Um, and he, you know... They took care of each other until the very last moment. And it was such a beautiful love story. And my parents got divorced. I didn't have that. But I look at the two of them and I go, look what they achieved through a time when it was really difficult to be a gay man. Yeah, but I mean, you you broke your parents up. When you were born, they said, oh, Christ, yeah, look at what we've done. Yeah, 14 years, you're a brat. You just admitted it. Look what we've done. <laughs> they didn't break. My parents didn't split till I was 26. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you were the, you were the instigator. Oh. Those straw that broke started to break that camel's back. Yeah, admit it. 14 to 26, it took them that long to... I would say yeah, it was probably yeah. my brother. My brother is more of the troublemaker than Where I Where is your so. brother now? Is he still in Miami? He is. He's in Miami, and um, I will be seeing my entire family for the first time in 18 months. In about three weeks, I'm going to my niece's wedding in Massachusetts. In Georgia. In Georgia, yes. She lives in Georgia. Where in Georgia? The wedding is going to be in a tiny area called Tunnel Hill. It's closer towards Tennessee, but... Um, oh, sure, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, so, my it's God. By, How embarrassing. So they're hill people? <laughs> yeah, they're up by Chattanooga, baby. They're hill people. I like it. <laughs> but she lives in um, they works in Atlanta, so she lives closer to the city. But um, but that wedding's just going to be in Tunnel Hill. I think it'll be terrific. Hey, hey Chris, I heard you're in that filthy Hollywood business. Those hill people are going to go right <laughs> after you. Yeah. There are so many dynamics going on in my family beyond my brother and I, barely speaking. That our stuff is going to be fine. I've, I've spoken to my brother in the last couple weeks. But my poor niece trying to figure out uh, both sides of the family and seating arrangements and who's talking to who is a nightmare. <laughs> what, are there people that don't want to sit by one another? Really? Is it that yes. bad? You wish oh, that really? at my wedding with yeah, your didn't. family. Or you family could, I won't yes. go if he's there. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say it on air. Yeah, but yeah it plenty it air. Of, if he it comes, I'm wedding. not coming. Bear that wound. It happened at my wedding on both my side and Melissa's side. Every family has that to some degree. Well, who didn't want to come to your wedding? I'm not going to say it. Weddings in general drive people nuts. 
That's so, yeah, that sure can. Well, my thing, I was like, don't come. Nobody come. I mean, don't. I could sit there and do an hour podcast on what's happening at my niece's wedding alone. You guys would, it's, I mean, it's so much dirt. It's like hilarious. <laughs> but I feel bad for her because this should be a yeah. happy time. She shouldn't yeah, be stressing over true. a seating arrangement. Well, that's why and you just don't. Let them all. Just don't. Figure it out for yeah. yourself. You don't want to. And then if there's a fist fight, you know you got stories forever. Mm. Are you talking <laughs> exactly. about Howie's I mean, in North I've Minneapolis? Heard. Every wedding ever went through there were fist fights. <laughs> oh my God! Oh how that, how'd that old drop on Cakey? Anybody for loose meat sandwiches? Loose meat sandwich. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, I don't think Catherine. Nobody raised any ruckus at our wedding. Everybody no. just came and everyone was fine. No, it's back before everybody got old and bitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, before everyone ate anything. You know what? You guys, you got married before social media. I'm telling you. That's very true. That's a very good point, actually. Well, all your family stuff doesn't have anything to do with social media. You didn't know everyone's politics. It didn't matter. You didn't talk about it. No. Yeah, that's changed for sure. Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm batting 50-50. Half of them hated my guts. The other half I got along with fine. So it's all worked out. (laughs) Pretty good these days. Pretty good these days. 50-50 is pretty good. Of course, one of the guys I did get along with died. But, you know, other than that... uh, you know, what are you going to do? Another punch right in the solar plexus. Right in the solar plexus for Tommy. No question about it. Yeah, I don't, that whole, well, see, I don't go to funerals and weddings anymore anyway, so it doesn't affect me one way or the other. Yeah, no I weddings, you're no so funerals. Weird. I love How am I so weird because so I don't want to go to funerals? Why would you want to go to a wedding? Weddings are a blast. <laughs> I go cry. for the free beer, man. Come on. <laughs> That's all I go That's for. That's the thing. The you cry beer. because it's so sweet, they're in love, and then you get a free meal, and then you dance. What's not to like? <laughs> I'm yawning and checking my watch the whole time. Best. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, has it only been an hour? I told mom, I'm like, I am going to be your wedding guest from now on. Like, yep. if you're invited to weddings, do yeah, not bring dad. Do you know how many times I've been at the door dressed to go to a wedding, eyelashes glued on, ready to go, and I'm like, Art, what's happening? I'm not going to that shit. That's what he says. (laughs) People don't like us anymore because of it. No, I can't believe Tom has ever said that. I'm going to say on there. Yeah, Yeah, he's asking all of us to call out. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Allegations. Let's go. Seriously, whenever we get a wedding invitation in the mail, it's it, I start getting anxiety and heartburn. I'm See, like, no, oh my God, go. bring me. Go bring Tom's going to act weird. Bring me. Alex, no, I will go, go instead. And people like me That's generally, yeah, so I don't they, 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 they drag it out too much. What they should do, the br- bride's always beautiful. It's, mm-hmm. They're always well, so, so sweet. They really are beautiful. No, they're always beautiful. Yeah. And then you go there, and what they do, you go to the service, I do, I do, cake, Goodbye. you go home. There you go. You don't, bride, cake, that's the only thing that matters in a There's not the dance. seven the hours dance of dancing and let do down. Do. Oh, that's Okay, cool. so Kristen knows up front. Here's what, happened. Here's what happened, Kristen, all many years it's ago. A party. I decided I walked into this uh, visitation, and from about 100 feet away, I saw my mother lying in a casket, and I said, that's it for me. I'm never coming to one of these again. Close it ain't going to happen. Yep. I just, I could barely see her. It's like, yeah. I am not going to go look at my mother dead. Well, it ain't going to happen. My, uh, that's pretty gross. Casket funeral Terrible. is, that's like the worst thing. And my dad uh, hated it, hated it, hated going to these viewings and hating going to yep, funerals and things too. like that. And about, oh, 
maybe 40 years before he died. My mother, my sister, and myself were sitting at, their, at, our, at our house in Pennsylvania. And he says, I hate going to these things. I want nobody looking at me when I'm dead. Burn me up. <laughs> Burn me up. Exactly what he said. Problem and then yeah, when my dad go. passed, my mother said, well, what are we going to do? And I said, Burn you were up. there. My, Joan was there. My sister was there. Burn them up. I never Burn saw my dad baby. dead. Burn them up. Yeah, yeah. So now baby. we have we have option three. We can compost ourselves. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. You can yeah. compost yourself. I had you can compost Become yourself. a tree. Tree pod thing. Yeah. yeah, I want to do that. Of course. It was good closure for me though with my dad. That's what he a lot died of very say. suddenly, but it was the man in the box yeah. was my dad. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was like okay, and, and we we put his little. My brother and I each put a tin of Copenhagen in his casket, <laughs> really, and it was just—it so was a beautiful thing. And then Mom wanted to be cremated, so we cream never had a viewing, just cremated mm-hmm. her, found a perfect little urn box for her, and there you go, buried her right next to Dad. So it was, I, have a, I have a friend that like I was talking to her about being cremated or just being buried, and she's like, "Well, I wouldn't want to be buried because it's like I think there's something." beautiful about going back to the earth where you came from. I'm like, you've been bombing fluid in you. You're not, yeah. nothing's natural about that. <laughs> so, no. exactly you're, right. you're probably toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's not good oh, for yeah, the planet to have embalming fluid and it, seeping no. into it. And they still require vaults and all that sort of stuff. Yes. I think something. it has to be like a lead-lined box of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. Concrete Water, waterproof, something. But yeah, I don't know. But where does everything be... go? So you're sitting there in this it, airtight it container. It happens eventually, but it takes a very long time. Yeah, but then, but then you just turn into like well, this disgusting Concrete stew, there. Yeah, and then you're in a lead lined box of stew. I don't think like, yep. for the a rest box of eternity. Of stew. <laughs> Bodily <laughs> stew so and embalming fluid. Kristen, are you going to be? Are you going to be buried, cremated? <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, I want to be cremated, and then I want my ashes spread all along um, the main coastline where I grew up and spent my summers. Nice. Okay, well, I want if I outlive you, which I won't do because you're a lot younger than I am. But if I do outlive you, I'm going to make the announcement: Kristen Burt, Kristen Burnt. What do you think? There you go. Oh, yes. Oh, that's yes. a good headline. So New York, so New York Times, New, New, New York Post. There we the go. New York Post. Kristen, Kristen Burt, goes Tom. <laughs> I'm literally, you know, if you guys aren't spending a Tuesday like completely roasting me, like all these years were worth nothing. Who <laughs> <laughs> had no value whatsoever? I, I no was, uh, value whatsoever. I expect you guys to make fun of me and my horrible singing and, you know, probably going to be calling me a communist or something. Gummy Kristen, absolutely. I always said I wanted to be cremated just so that people, one person could carry me. There you go. I want to make, that's true. On the uh, honor guard, we do have. There's been a couple of people that it's taken extra mm. pallbearers to. Not not because of muscle, though. I bet. Well, I won't go there, but. <laughs> I won't go there, but, but yeah, there's, there, that has something dead. to do with it. One of my favorite scenes in movie history is things to do in Denver when you're dead, but they hide two corpses inside a guy's casket, so there are three bodies in there, mm-hmm. and the pallbearers take it out and almost drop it because <laughs> it's so heavy. It's very funny, actually. Oh. So look at all these problems we solved today. Once again, Kristen Burt comes on, and we solved all the problems in the world. I think it's wonderful. 
world peace. It's like Miss America pageant. It is indeed. <laughs> There's no question about it. So everything else, anything else coming up we should, because, okay, Kristen, we only got two minutes, but I want to ask you. So Queen Bees looks really good. What? Queen Bees. It's, uh, He's it's, a Beyonce um, fan now. No, no, no. Queen Bees is a movie. <laughs> Who the hell is in it again? Now I forgot. Queen Bees? Queen Bees. It's out right now. It looks Never really good. It. it is? Yeah, it looks really, really good. Who the hell is it? has got a good cast. It's uh, Ellen Burstyn. is terrific. Okay. I love and Margaret her. Curtin, Loretta Devine, and Margaret. And who's the guy? Margaret. Uh, who's the guy in it? Christopher Lloyd's in it. Chris, I love uh, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd's in it. But there's a big... Khan's in it. James Kahn. That's exactly who I was thinking Oh, okay. There you go. Speaking so, of the Godfather. It's Queen yeah, Bee. exactly. Queen Bee's I want to see. And then there's one with William Shatner about getting old, which looks really good since he's 90 years old almost now. Is he really? Yeah. What the hell's the name of that? Yeah, there's a William Shatner movie that looks really good. Have you seen any, Have you seen anything about Queen Bee's at all, Kristen? Um, I've just heard it's good. Honestly, I haven't seen it yet, but um, it's on my list. I want to see it. Definitely. The Shatner one is called Senior Moment. Senior Moment. There you and go. And that also That's has Christopher Lloyd. I can't remember Senior Moment. I can't remember Senior Moment. That's not good. That is not good news when you can't remember Senior Moment. Oh. Leave me alone, Catherine. Get away from me. Oh, What's the wow. name of that? What's, what is it? What? What is it? Kristen, I got to close with this because you brought up, you know, the, 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 you're, the fact you're a commie and all that stuff. But you know what I love about the national news now? Nothing. Because Joe Biden criticized Donald love. Trump uh, in front of Putin yesterday or, or in front of the G7 summit, I guess, criticized him. And everybody went after him and said, that should have never happened. Presidents don't do that kind of thing. Apparently they forgot that Trump did the same thing when he was there. Uh, I don't think it was there, but he criticized the Democrats at an appearance. Whenever you, uh, the saying has always been, it stops at the water. You criticize Republicans or Democrats, it stops at the water. Once you leave this country, do not criticize our politicians. Now both parties have done it. Yeah, no, that's long gone. We're disgusting. Yeah, we really are. Guess disgusting. what? We're all on the same side when you're overseas and talking to foreign leaders. People. Exactly. <sighs> it needs to get back. And both Trump and Biden have now done it, and I'm sick to death of all of them. I really yes. am tired of yeah. it. Yeah, don't sit there and think one party is better than the other. Everyone's guilty. All right, my that dear, we'll true. talk to you next week. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Me too, Pally. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again to Aaron Sagers. That's going to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.